and welcome back to Rad Country. I am your host and the only host today, Nick Rucker. But we have a special guest. When I say special, I really stress the word special. Um, <laughs> his name is Chris Suter. He is the owner of Iron Hero CrossFit, the leading and best CrossFit gym in Omaha. Chris, how are you? Good. Good, man. How are you doing? Well, uh, as we were kind of saying a little bit ago, I've been better. But, you know, <laughs> uh, as optimistic as I usually am, <laughs> plumbing is not my jam. So, but, um, so how's, uh, man, it's been, it's been a while since we went to lunch or we're in the same room together. But actually, the last time story. was you came over and hung out in my garage and somehow got oh, away. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, I, uh, I ran for my life. Yeah. Yeah, but, a little bit. Well, we'll have to try that again sometime. But the, uh, the garage gym has grown, so it'd be even more fun this time. Yeah, so I had some all, all kinds of shenanigans going on. Floors completed, all kinds. Of, it's all looking pretty and everything. Yeah, it's no match for your actual gym that you own and can work out at at any time that you want. But it definitely is getting <laughs> closer. <laughs> yeah, step at a time, dude. Yeah. So uh, we, I brought you on this week because, man. And man, we'll just get the lovey-dovey stuff out of the way right out of the gate. <laughs> but uh, so a backstory for all of you listening today. I joined Iron Hero CrossFit in 2016, I believe it was. And um, I had just gotten sober and was looking for an outlet for all of this pent-up energy that I had, which was not, not much energy, but I needed a place to lose some weight. Let's say that. And so I Googled, Google CrossFit gyms and the only experience I'd really thought of, I'd never had any CrossFit experience. And I just uh, had done some stuff in Iraq with a teacher of mine. And uh, so long story short, I stumble in there and I'm like, cool, this will be fun. And you're like, yeah, you get to do your baseline today or tomorrow. And (laughs) The only time I've ever thrown up during physical activity was in your gym, um, and it was after doing the baseline workout. And for those of you that are curious what the baseline is, it's, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's rowing, pull-ups, push-ups, air squats, and sit-ups. And I don't remember that. That is. 10, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, right? Yeah, well, it's... Exactly the reverse, actually, but that's pretty darn. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks, man. Like something I'll <laughs> never forget. <laughs> and then, as a parting gift, as I'm leaving the parking lot, you creepily added me on Facebook. So, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that was just that was how it worked. So, um, yes, so I, I, I really like. I think today we kind of dive into a whole bunch of like different topics because you and i see eye to eye on most things um except for hairstyle uh but anyway so what (laughs) what made you or actually what what path did you lead down that led you to actually get to open iron hero crossfit like what what kind of experience did you have leading up to that so i i started my coaching and teaching journey uh, teaching martial arts. I did that for 11 or 12 years or so, uh, specifically Taekwondo. And then, um, when I got to college, I, I, I did what everybody else did. I was, you know, engineer or, or lawyer or something, something, you know, whatever, whatever everybody else wanted me to be. And, uh, I realized about three and a half years in, uh, sort of a mid midlife crisis that that was not the direction I wanted to go. And so, uh, I ended up, going to uh and i don't i don't even know how i made the switch but i ended up going to um exercise science and uh that led me to a personal training gig at lifetime fitness um with a couple of guys that i I went to college with and then um it just sort of rolled from there and i you know i i look back on it now as a as somebody who's who's spent some years in the industry 
I, I think to myself, I don't know, I don't know that I would have hired myself as a trainer at that point. Uh, but it just sort of comes with uh, you know, learn by doing, I would say. But yeah, yeah. it's um, just figure it out as you go. So <clears throat> Justin and I, Justin and I, whenever he's on here, we talk uh, a lot about like just starting business because Justin has rad wash, um, uh, mobile car washing, and detailing. And so he he definitely was talking about because. I guess in my country music thing, it's like, hey, I can turn it off or I can turn it on whenever I want. But um, you guys with like, hey, this is our only means of income. And it if it if it, you know, sinks, the ship goes down, I go down with it. And so yep. whenever you were starting over in the uh, I can't remember what the name of that shopping mall is. Um, the Miracle Hills. Yeah. Yeah, Miracle Hills, that shopping center. And you started in the small building, um, which now I, I imagine you look back on it now and you're like, I don't know how nobody like threw more barbells <laughs> to the wall. <laughs> I was one of them. We had, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> just starting out and I'm sure taking out a small business loan and all of that stuff probably was all pretty stressful. Uh but do you feel like at this point, like just the reward from everything that you've accomplished since you started, you started in 2015, right? The gym. Yeah. Yep. So we're going on seven years. This is your seventh year, which is probably yeah, crazy. We roll around to June. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. probably crazy to think, man, that's been seven years already. And do you feel like, you'd go back and do anything different or do you feel like, man, I'm right where I want to be basically. Yeah. I think, um, I think there's, there's all stuff, you know, to be had, there's always stuff that you could do better. And, and that stuff, um, you know, on the one hand, I try not to dwell on things like that, but on the other hand, you know, it's good to, uh, it's good to look at stuff like that and say, okay, you know, even with current circumstances and current location, like, are there things that I can take away from, from that particular location to, uh, you know, to, to better our, our community, our gym and everything now. And that, I mean, the answer is always yes, but I think it's, um, you know, would I do anything different? I don't, at, at this point, I don't think so. I think it's, um, like I said, it, for me, learn by doing situation. And if I, if I hadn't done it the way I'd done it, I think, uh, well, what I would know. And so it's um, kind of hard. It's kind of hard for me to say yeah, I'd go back and do something different, I think, at this point. Scary, though. Yeah, definitely. I could see where, you know, like taking that leap and just being like, well, take, removing the safety net from your life and being like, here we go. And taking the plunge. <laughs> the uh, yeah. I think that personally for me you know coming into iron hero what i liked so much about it and i've you know i think after i got into working out there for quite a while and started doing drop-ins at different gyms uh it was hard to there was a few that i would drop into i was like hey you just feel kind of like right at home but there's definitely the ones that you drop into and you're like man i never want to come back here again and <laughs> and and Iron Hero was definitely the one that, like, from day one, it was like, oh, wow, this is great people here. And this is just, um, I think it was Hari. I think uh, that's what his name was. It was oh, like, yeah. and, My and Miles and, and all the, and Bill and everybody, like, in the original classes that I was just like, man, these guys are really welcoming. Maybe not Bill all the time, but it's just, that's Bill Jones. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, not, he knows. not calling him out or name dropping or anything like that. <laughs> it's fine. He'll he'll appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> so, as as everything's progressed, though, like what? Whenever you have somebody new come into the gym, has your style changed on how you like approach how you start with somebody from like say like myself? Another version of me walked in and was like, "Hey, I'm just ready to." grab life by the reins and really take my health and fitness into consideration and get things going as much changed, or has it just always been kind of like your thing to 
they just stick to what what we the plan basically yeah it's um again it, a lot of a lot of what i do is just it, i i mean, i've been fortunate in that i have mentors along the way and so there's there's best practices so it's it's on the one hand I think it'd be kind of cool to to reinvent the wheel if I had this whole big bright idea thing. Um, on the other hand, I mean, there's people that are are way smarter than I am and way more successful than I am that that are doing all these amazing things. So it's, I mean, I, I take what they're doing and uh, put sort of our own spin on the whole thing and and run with it that way. I mean, but the nuts and bolts of the whole thing. I mean, trying to get people involved and build relationships with other people. I mean, that's that's kind of been the the mo from the from the start of the whole thing um and it's been it's been really good for people when they see that nobody's here to you know to belittle anybody everybody's here to support people um even uh even sometimes to a fault like uh you know if you don't i know you do but if you don't know anything about crossfit like um people tend to cheer other people on especially the the person that finishes last is it's kind of the sayings is the person that's cheered on more than the person who finishes first. And um, that's, that's one of those things that some people just, sometimes people are a little bit put off by that, but understanding that everybody's coming from a good place when they do that. Um, so yeah, just getting people involved and, and like I said, building relationships from the get-go is, is probably the, uh, the main piece of the whole thing and just keep running with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I feel like what you guys have there and even, even today, because I, I feel like I got in kind of like the, the, the ground opening part of, of everything kind of like in that zone and <clears throat> definitely going from like, you were training all the classes, every single class. I remember like, coming in there in the afternoons, you'd be a like, you'd probably take a nap in the afternoons, I assume, because you'd be in there like three 30 in the morning. Um, but the, I don't think people understand like how, and just for people on here, cause I know you personally uh, pretty well, but just so everybody that is at the gym now, which is probably listening because why not? But uh, when Chris <laughs> first, first, yeah, when Chris first started this gym, his day was basically like, I think 3.30 in the morning, 3 or 3.30, you would show up, you would do the morning classes, then you would have like a little bit of a break between the like 10 o'clock class and up to, well, I think what the latest class was, it would be like 3 o'clock, right? 3 or 4, somewhere in there. Yeah, so we, at, I think at that time we were running, uh, we were running four, three five, classes six. at night. So yeah, I think we were going from um, four thirty, five thirty, six thirty, or four five six or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, but all the hours in between was like your time to program all the workouts, do all the probably just. I guess logistics stuff and getting everything uh, making sure people paid and, and make, making sure you paid the bills and, and all that. And yep. so many, many hours were put in, you were the guy, one man band. And, and so then you'd come in and then you have to deal with people like me at like, Hey man, <laughs> I'm just a few minutes late. Don't kick me out. And <laughs> um, I think, I think looking back, we all definitely appreciate it. Even then, I think you just had a good group of people that understood and would would have stopped whatever they were doing to help you out if you needed it. My, I guess my question too is with whenever I know that you went through and had kind of like a a mentor, you had a business kind of coach that helped you out just a little bit to help get you up to the next level to where you wanted to be. <clears throat> and what would you say the biggest thing that you took away? And you probably still use them today, I assume, but what are some of the, like for people out there that are looking to maybe start a small business or, 
they're afraid to, you know, and take that plunge. What is it even about that, that they just, the things that you've taken away the past seven years that you would tell somebody that's like looking to start a business, like, and what they maybe just give them a upper hand going forward. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that sort of the sole proprietorship or, you know, somebody who tries to do everything themselves, which, you know, I'm as guilty as anybody else is. Um, but one of the things that people kind of get themselves into a rut with is the fact that they try to, I mean, they try to do all the pieces of it and they, they think that they have it all sort of uh, put together. Sort of the adage that um, I think I had when I first started, which is when I was at, at uh, a previous gym where I was a trainer at, um, I was somebody, it's like, well, if I was going to run a meeting, I wouldn't run a meeting like that. If I was going to uh, manage people, I wouldn't manage people like that. Well, mm-hmm. when, when you kind of get into it, you realize it's okay. So there's, there's some things I would, I would absolutely do the way they're doing and run it the way they're running. But as far as the other side, like in, in terms of, um, in terms of actually executing on it, I think if you, if you really want to do it, I think you have to understand that there are people that have been there and have done that before. And it's okay to, you know, it's okay to ask for help. And I still struggle with that, but it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to, um, to trust the process, so to speak, um, because they have been there and they have done that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, as much as, as much as I think early on, you, you kind of do just have to dive in and, and do it yourself and get it done. I think it's important to understand that um, there are people out there to help, you know, find somebody you see eye to eye with and you trust and just, just dive in and execute. Do you feel, and personally from your own like point of view, and I've, I've been out of CrossFit probably two years now, but, and so I don't like, I lived in that world. And whenever you do, you're like obsessed with everything that has to do with CrossFit. So CrossFit open, what are the athletes doing? Blah, 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 whatever the case may be. Do you right now, do you like the direction that CrossFit is going in or do you see yourself like not always being affiliated with like CrossFit itself? Um, I think with anything, I think anytime anybody makes any, any big changes like they've made in the last couple of years, I think you're going to have people that follow suit and people that like not, I'm not, not so much on board. Um, and there's certainly those elements for me. I, I, I like what they're doing on the affiliate level. Um, the, the, if, if people don't know, um, when you start a, when you start a CrossFit gym, uh, CrossFit HQ doesn't really give you much to go on other than to say, as long as you follow these parameters, you can kind of run the thing, how you want to run the thing, which on the one hand is a really great thing because it can be whatever you want it to be. Um, you know, and, and sort of your niche and, and the type of people that you want to surround yourself with. On the other hand, they're not really giving you much. And so one of the things that I really, I, you know, whether I use it or not is a different story. I mean, fortunately, like I said, fortunately, I'm, I'm surrounded by people that have been there and done that. But the, um, the thing that I really like that they're doing now is they're offering a lot of affiliate support. And so a lot of that has to do with business. And so I think some of the things they're doing for the affiliates, because ultimately we're the people that are out there um, having these conversations and building these relationships and, and helping people, which is really what the, the purpose of the whole thing is. Um, because, and so they're, they're helping on that level, which is a really great thing, which they should be. Um, but everybody, I mean, mo- well, I can't say everybody, most people that like CrossFit enjoy CrossFit, like they watch the games and, and for a long time, that was sort of the epicenter of what was going on. Um, so I think on that front, I think it's a really great thing on, on, uh, other, the, like I said, there's other stuff they've done that it's just, I'm not sure I would have done it that way, but again, you know, learn by doing and, uh, figure out that, okay, that might've in fact been a good thing, but mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know that in the past like year or so, they've let go of some people that were have been a part of it forever, like Dave Castro, and yeah. um, you know, and with Matt Fraser leaving and retiring, and um, all a lot was changing. And I assume from even from my point of view that like they're trying to 
ultimately it's a, it's about the business and the businesses that are paying dues and everything else. That's what brings money coming in. And I, I assume that, yeah, maybe the games are a small portion of it, but there's more, there's a larger portion that's like, Hey, if we have more affiliates, then we're going to have more money coming in for all of us. And so who knows? I think if I, cause they, and, and funny, like whenever I did go out to Colorado and take the level one course, the like Dave Lipson and all those people were there. And like, it was a big one cause they were filming. And so the, I always pictured and now being in a business where I do go out and train people on a new product that they're purchasing ultimately, that's what it should be. I always, now I look back on it and think it's like, Hey, if you're opening an affiliate um, gym, a CrossFit gym, the best way to figure out if they're going to train right, what you want to see trained is to go out and train them. Right. I would think that that would be physically on ground doing that rather than for sure. I, I think that then you could just be like, well, we're, you know, then you could just add additional support as you go along. But I think like, Hey, for your first week, we're going to come out and work with you until you get off on your feet. And then here you go. You know, like at least give you the, uh, the, this, the baseline here it is. So <clears throat> I'm curious, I'm curious to, to watch it evolve. The only fear that I had and, and I love it too, is that it would fall apart. Like they would make too many changes too fast and everything would, you know, go down the crapper. And then all these affiliates would, all these affiliates would be like, well, what do we do now? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, and really it would probably just come down to, you just drop the CrossFit name, something like that, but who knows? So where do you see it going? Like from your point of view in the future, like, do you think it's, I mean, and I get it, you can't read the, into the future too far, but mm. uh, I'm, I'm sure that in the back of your mind, you're always like, hey, I've got to prepare for my five-year, 10-year, 15, whatever the, you know, however far out plan that you have. And where do you see it going? Where do you see your gym going, actually? Growing more or? I mean, well, the, the good news for me, and I think anybody who, anybody who owns a, a CrossFit affiliate, they, um, they probably have an understanding that the, the CrossFit name is sort of, um, it's, a, it's a great thing in that somebody, if they, like you did, like if you search CrossFit and you search Omaha, then, okay, such and such CrossFit gyms show up. And, and it's sort of a, you know, a, uh, an entry into the, um, the cult, we'll say. But the, the, anybody who, who plans that far ahead uh, hopefully has some sort of business model that, that would be sustainable even without the name. And, and you're kind of seeing some of that now, even people that are staying CrossFit affiliates, but are, um, they're starting to rename everything, right? They're, they're keeping the CrossFit affiliation, but they're doing you know, fitness and nutrition, or they're doing health and fitness or, they're, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, for me, that actually goes into why I picked the name I did is I didn't want it to be something like, you know, not, and, you know, no fault of anybody who picked that. And I, you know, I don't wish any bad on anybody with, with regard to that, but like, I, I picked a name that could stand alone, you know, so maybe it's not Iron Hero CrossFit, maybe it's Iron Hero, you know, whatever strength or something. So, you know, having, if I don't think it would, I don't think CrossFit would go down, but if it did, you know, having a standalone model to be able to say, Hey, we're still here. We're still addressing needs and habits and, and fixing people as much as they're ready to be fixed and, and move in that direction. So it's, you know, it's, it's having maybe not necessarily in this case, the, the five or the 10 year plan, it's more uh, you know, okay, is this a, is this a sustainable model regardless of where the, uh, the affiliation goes? And mm -hmm. that, that was sort of the decision that I made, uh, early on was that I wanted to be something that, that we could just run without if we needed to. So you're saying that if you had named it, what you originally wanted to call it, which was Chris CrossFit, that, 
It would have. It wouldn't have right worked. No. Actually, no, it would have worked. You could have said Chris Strength. It could still be that. Oh, it's okay. not too late. It's not too late. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of places, of course, that travel around and go to, and there's like like a lot of CrossFit, you know, style workouts, gyms, whatever the case may be. I think it's all just geared towards, hey, what are your end goals? What do you want to do? Um, are you looking to lose weight? Are you looking to – are you an ex-athlete? You just want to kind of keep that going, whatever the case may be. Um, and a lot of times I think probably people wander into your gym saying, hey, I'm ready to lose some weight or I'm ready to just – get back to what I used to have. And what would you say as far as like, cause I remember stumbling in there and accidentally coming across, you can go through there. And I feel like each gym in Omaha is going to appeal to the people that they want to appeal to. Right. So <clears throat> you're going to appeal to, if you're a gym that's like, Hey, we're producing games athletes. That's, it's going to be obvious whenever you're looking through the pages on the website and whatever the case may be. Um, or if, like in your case, like I feel like you're appealing to people who want to live a better life and for long term. And two, you're probably producing some people that are like Scotty Wahog, like just giant beast of a man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but I feel like either way you go, both have to be pretty rewarding um, from a personal standpoint. Whenever somebody like six months down the road shares a photo and tags you in it, they're like, mm -hmm. I am down 20 pounds or something like that. Yep. Um, you, I don't feel like you outgrow that. Probably not like from your point of view. So from day one, first year, somebody loses 20 pounds they they feel just absolutely awesome tag you in something to now mm -hmm. seven years down the road six months later somebody started they lost 20 pounds and i imagine the sad like just the the feeling that you get from that just like hey i did my job i did a good job or my team did is that still like pretty rewarding for you like i don't feel like that probably goes away no, it's, um, it's, uh, I mean, and, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, although those are kind of the fun stories, right? But it doesn't necessarily have to be, hey, so-and-so lost X amount of pounds. And, and that's the stuff that you usually see that CrossFit HQ shares or uh, you usually see as, as testimonials that, you know, when people are, are trying to pull people in and, and get, get attention and everything like that, um, which is good because it starts the conversation. But, um, you know, when somebody gets their first push-up, for example, like, and you know, they've, they've wanted to do that for, you know, for forever. Like that's, that's just as much of a driver as it is anything. Um, and I joke with people sometimes, and I might even said this to you at some point in your, uh, your tenure there was, uh, the coach side of me wants to make people fitter than me, um, on, on all accounts, the, the competitive side of me, doesn't want to let that happen right so it's sort of a it's sort of a double-edged thing like I, I want people to get better like I always want people to get better and and part of I think uh, understanding the coaching process and training process is that um, you're going to see it as the coach you're going to see it more than somebody else is most likely and just kind of pushing people along that way um, but on the other side like yeah, I don't want to, you know, I don't at the same time, don't want to sacrifice my own fitness to, to, um, you know, at the, at the expense of everything. And, and so it's kind of, um, it's always a rewarding thing. I mean, I don't think there's been a time where somebody says I did such and such, or I accomplished such and such, and I haven't been excited for them, uh, maybe even more excited than they are. Uh, but it's, it's, it, it's always fun. I mean, I guess that's the short of it. This is always fun that way. Did, and to go over to talk about like the pandemic and everything else, whenever that hit, what basically, obviously you survived, 
the pandemic. I think a lot of a lot of gyms took a pretty heavy hit whenever the pandemic rolled out. Um, I know a lot of them were like checking out equipment. Hey, use this at home. We'll do online stuff in order to um, keep you training. And so, what were what were the biggest struggles that you saw with the pandemic um, and everything involved with that? as far as like how life changed and maybe some things even carried over to now that you just saw like, Hey, this is a good opportunity to do this X, Y, and Z while we have this opportunity, you know, have this chance. What are, what are some of those things that you saw? Yeah, I think, I, I think the, the first thing was probably the same thing that everybody else saw when, you know, sort of the first, um, you know, the, the first, when you're dating somebody and they, and, and you get broken up with like the, the Holy crap, right. I, I don't know what I'm going to do now, but then, you, you know, you have a, a moment to kind of let things set and, and settle and then uh, understand that. And people joke about it and it's cliche, but uh, you know, there's a, there's an opportunity in there. And so uh, again, for me having, you know, as part of my networking group and, and mentor group and everything, there are, uh, gyms that exclusively have an online business. Um, and so they're training people online and that's exclusively what they're doing. And, and so what this did is this presented a giant opportunity to say, Hey, you don't have to stop here. Now the, the main hurdle that we had is that when somebody joins a CrossFit gym, or if they're, they're coming into one-on-one train with people, they're not, they're not looking to train at home. And that was probably the biggest hurdle for everybody was regardless of renting out equipment, which we did um, running classes online and zoom and everything, which we did um, people ultimately didn't want to, to train at home. And if they weren't terribly comfortable coming into the facility, like it was kind of a hard, um, a hard place to be. And I think everybody experienced that. And so um, that was probably the main issue that we had. And it was, it's probably the main issue that a lot of people had is that, you know, how can I get, this person from point A to point B where we can get back in the gym. Everybody's comfortable with what's going on and, and, you know, continue to run as, as we need to run and ultimately help people the way we want to help people. Um, I mean, other than that, it, everything kind of fell into that category, I think for us, um, regardless of, of what it manifested itself as. Yeah. I definitely think all of that in general is pretty interesting. Um, the, the gyms, especially with, you know, I, I, I'm the kind of person like myself, I can, you can give me a workout plan and I'll go do it and mm -hmm. I can come in and I can do check-ins with you, but I can't do it like an online zoom class. Like I would just be, I would be that guy, but, yeah. um, the, I, I think one of the big things too, and for everybody listening like iron hero you're not only like getting like one-on-one -on -one coaching well well basically through a class uh, uh class setup but you're also like gaining gaining a lot of knowledge so ultimately kind of like i was there for i think five years and i just got to a point where i kind of like wanted to do it on my own for a while and and I just didn't have the equipment, of course, but the, I went out, got all this stuff, but the amount of knowledge that I just kind of picked up from my time training with you um, or Michael or Andrea, whoever the case may be, um, and being able to like, for one, all those times sitting down and like you showing me, teaching me about pushing, pulling and blah, 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 and all this stuff. And like, Oh, I'm like, okay, this needs to complement this and this and this. Um, I think I had a better understanding now about just exercises in general um, and what's important and what's, you know, probably not as important. Uh, right. And no, knowing that, I think just, I guess the point that I'm getting to is telling people that uh, like, <laughs> you're, you're not, you're not only getting, you know, in shape or having fun or getting your first pull up or getting your first push up, but you're also like getting a pretty good base knowledge and like 
the the membership makes it completely worth everything and you see that in your first probably six months or so um as you get after it um and it's nothing like i mean you used to train at lifetime or train people at lifetime the atmosphere there compared to the atmosphere at iron hero what would you say the big difference is uh well this is going to be based on when i was there of course because I have no idea. It now. hasn't, um, it hasn't the, changed. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, here's the interesting thing is that um, you get uh, like the people there, there's people that, that open gyms um, about the same time that we did right around. And, um, you know, and, and they, they chose a specific path and, and maybe this particular path wasn't the one they wanted to go down. And so, you know, I'm seeing these people now there at that lifetime too. And they're really, they're really bright, really smart. Um, they run great classes so far as I know, and I'm concerned. So uh, it's interesting that, you know, that, that side of it, now that they're there, um, that sort of thought experiment. But for, for me, for um, our gym relative to lifetime there, um, it really is. We, we were very fortunate in surrounding ourselves with really great people all the way around and other coaches and clients and what have you. But the um, it really is who you're around. I mean, we've had to, well, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on who you ask, we've had to fire clients before. And, and it's just it's not a fun conversation to have. And it's, it's not a, a place I think anybody wants to be. But I think everybody's been a part of um, like a sports team or a, a, a business where you're like, I really don't like that guy. Like, I don't want to spend any time with that guy. And so um, we're fortunate in that we have really great people there. And I don't think, I can't think of anybody that we have right now that, that falls in the category that we need to get rid of. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and you, you left yourself, so we didn't have to fire you. And then uh, we, uh, <laughs> it was coming. I saw yeah, it. Yeah. But um, it's, it's, I don't know that the, the climate is that much different necessarily um, because at, you know, at lifetime it was a one-on-one -on -one situation. So I was constantly around people that, you know, that, that effectively I wanted to train. Um, and so it's, it's pretty much the same. What we have now at Iron Hero is that they're all people that, that we want to be around and, and, you know, like travels with like, right. So everybody that's there, they're hanging out with people that they would normally hang out with, even if they weren't working out that together, which has been really cool. So that's a really long way of saying, I'm not going to answer your question. <laughs> the, so what's, I feel like we've, we've touched all the bases on CrossFit that I wanted to. So let's, let's go over <laughs> to, to some other stuff. So yeah. we see pretty much eye to eye. I think on most of like personal weapon owning ownership. And <laughs> yep. um, so, so my off the wall question for you this mm -hmm. week is, so I just recently got back from Germany a couple of days ago mm -hmm. and um, had a grand old time was probably within driving distance of Ukraine, which was like, Oh, no big deal. And then mud. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, within reason, but yeah. the with the overall climate right now in the United States, are you looking? Or do you foresee yourself buying more guns? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, truth be told, uh, I I would like to. The um, the challenge is sort of talking myself into uh, that that sort of purchase and it's not because i it's not because i don't want to it's just like i i guess i don't know how to explain it other than just you know can i talk myself into yeah i want to spend you know another whatever it is five six eight hundred thousand bucks on whatever i happen to you know be interested in in that week <laughs> um yeah and then the other part of it for me too is you know not can i find but will i set aside the time to go train with that you know, cause it's, it's one of those things that, um, and I think anybody who's, um, you know, I'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to, uh, owning guns and, and, and all that, 
but I, uh, I do understand the value of training and, and that's across the board. So, you know, will I, not can I find, but will I set aside the time to, to train and get proficient with whatever I'm, I happen to be getting into, um, whatever new toys that happens to be. So yeah, short answer. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I can see, I can see ammo and, and guns and things going in a certain direction price wise, but absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So I remember whenever we, I first bought my canic and we were out shooting and I think 50 round box of nine mil was like $10 a box at Cabela's and, and threw it like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah oh fast and i bought it i bought some nine mil at cabela's yesterday for twenty dollars a box and i was like and there was probably like 500 boxes there and i was like well these have been gone in 10 minutes but um <laughs> that's why the so now i have two nine mils and then now i have an ar which is which is very nice and <laughs> i'm just i'm just i'm waiting on a scope to come in which I ordered. So I ordered an EO tech five twenty two scope, which is going to be pretty sweet to throw on that bad boy. Um, but so do you think that your next weapon will be another pistol or are you looking at rifle or a carbine? I, um, I, frankly, I don't know anything about, uh, about anything, but a, but a handgun, but I want to, I want to, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's an easier sell to myself to say, I want to get, you know, something, something different handgun wise. Um, but I think it, I think it'd be a lot of fun to have some sort of, some sort of rifle of some kind. I think it's just, um, again, proficiency, you know, training and understanding and being able to strip the thing down, clean it and put it back together again. And, uh, you know, the whole thing malfunctions, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you got an AR, I could help you out there. I've been working on it for a while. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, they're, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. Super easy to, to work on. And uh, I think I went in there yesterday. I took my son and I was like, man, I know what will happen. I won't buy a, I won't buy a gun if I take my kid because that's not the right thing to do. But I took him and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy this gun. So yep. Yep. <laughs> he patient, he patiently sat in the cart. Um, he, uh, he evidently, or you didn't have any, any qualms about talking yourself into buying a firearm. Apparently. No, I like asked I him and he was like, sure, sure. Go ahead, man. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was definitely like I was in Germany and I told myself, I was like, I, I could see some crazy shit happening soon and or at least in the next few years and so i'm like i'm not going to be unprepared and so the big things that i think i saw is not so much that like hey we're gonna there's gonna be a need for the weapons but more of like they're gonna go away and yeah yeah um i don't want to fall into a trap where it's like oh i wish i had bought that or whatever the case may be so that's where that that was basically coming from because there's so many different crazy laws that are coming down of like what you can and can't own. And I think like ammunition, ammunition in general is making a comeback. Um, I've seen more often than not, there's actually like, you know, the stuff that used to be off the shelf are back on the shelf, but I think it's going to be more of like, they're going to find a way to control like gun parts um, to make it. So it's a lot harder to get. So that's where I yeah. saw that. Um, but to lead into the next thing, you are actually still in jujitsu. Am I right? Right now? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, For and sure. you, uh, how has that been for you? Like you've been going what a year? Uh, it's back, been well back in nine it. months or 10 months or somewhere in that neighborhood. It's, um, uh-huh. It's been good. I think if you, if you talk to anybody who has any, any, um, sorry, my son might be going to sleep. Um, so if you, if you talk to anybody who, who's practiced jujitsu for any length of time, I think, um, everybody sort of has an understanding, especially up belts. Everybody sort of has an understanding that 
your responsibility as a white belt is to lose and lose a lot, like a lot. And, um, and so that's been sort of an interesting phenomenon for me is, is coming to the understanding that this is, you know, if I'm talking about strength conditioning, I'm coming from a world where, um, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not the smartest and I, I wouldn't claim to know it all, but you know, I do have some experience there and coming from a world where I can do all that stuff. And I, and, and I can train people to do all that stuff too. Now I'm in a position where I don't know Jack and not only do I not know Jack, um, like the the things that I'm learning or what did somebody say today? Somebody said the other day that they've probably forgotten more things than than any of us white belts know at this point, which sort of makes sense. I mean, I kind of feel the same way with regard to uh, to training. I've probably forgotten more than than I can teach to somebody at this point. But it's um it's it's really a blast and and just coming from it from a perspective of uh, learning how to lose. And learning how to not be good at something, you know, and I, I'm, I'm assuming it's sort of the same thing with uh, proficiency in firearms, like learning how to not be a, uh, a competent shooter and then getting better at it, right? Practicing that way. So, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's no, I mean, knock on wood, no major, major issues at this point. I have a, a tournament that potentially I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for and do in, uh, in March contingent upon some additional weight loss to fit into a, a weight class, which is going to be a thing for me too. Um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast. Awesome. I definitely know like with, cause even with firearms and everything else is like, you kind of look at it as a, as a tool for achieving certain things. And whereas like, you know, I could see like, health and fitness is like you crossfit was like yo now you know getting into jiu-jitsu it's like you understand the you know having an overall aerobic anaerobic capacity that's keeps you able to keep up with the other guys that are probably trying to you know get you to tap out whatever the case may be (laughs) (laughs) um but I know that from experience with firearms, though, like I always had a pretty good idea of like, oh, I can shoot a rifle and hunt deer and everything else, and then joining the military, I'm like, oh, this is a whole other ball game. Uh, yeah. And yeah. and so definitely looking at it as a tool. The more often that you use it, the better you get at it. Okay. <clears throat> so yeah, is that something that? You, is that something that's like, Hey, I'm going to keep doing this for quite a while. Or like, are you like just going to test it and keep going or. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for me. So I, like, I, like we were talking about a little bit earlier, like part, part of my background is I grew up practicing martial arts. I started when I was, uh, when I was 10 and um, you know, through all the strength conditioning and functional movement, corrective exercise, CrossFit and all the other garbage, garbage, all that other stuff. Um, I, I started to figure out that there was a, there was a part that was sort of missing for me. And as it turns out, it's, it's definitely the martial arts part. And so, yeah, this is, I mean, short of, again, knock on wood, but short of anything catastrophic happening, like I don't see myself stepping away from, from this, if anything, this is sort of a, an entry into, um, you know, who, who knows what else, um, yeah, like I have, you know, after doing, you know, nine months or 10 months or whatever of uh, jujitsu I have uh, developed, although I can't make the class times fit, um, a, a large desire to experiment with some judo, right. And learning how to throw people and get thrown and, and that whole thing. Like it's, um, it's a, I mean, that's why they call it a practice, right. It's, this is, you get people that are doing this for three and four and five decades that are, that are still learning stuff. And granted, they know a lot more than I do, but <laughs> that's just, that's part of the process. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, the, I just remember back to whenever like my parents were 40 or close to 40, which is coming around around the corner um, and how the spectrum is so much different. I don't imagine that my dad or my mom ever gave it a thought like the stuff that we're talking about like right now and 
it's it's definitely progressed in a good way as far as like people are getting more healthy and out actually mm-hmm. doing things and they're they're the people who are active and doing all that stuff are kind of like they've saturated the the overall pool and getting more people involved so i think everything that you're doing to bring this whole conversation full circle is is great because whether or not somebody stays there for at iron hero for five 10 15 years whatever the case may be whatever they're doing they're going to use that the fundamentals or the what they've learned from you on their next journey i guess you could say and i'm sure a lot of people like it's it's hard to watch them leave like it was hard for me to leave but it's it was definitely something like oh well i've been doing this you know for quite a while and i want to go out and use this um the skills that i have now and 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 i you know which which then took me to actually personally like if i hadn't gone through all those years of of training at iron hero i wouldn't have gone to master fitness school for the army and then now kind of like program and train guys once a month but um (laughs) uh program and train guys there and so to anybody that's listening and if you're trying to figure out like the right gym to come to i'm gonna tell you right now i've been to a few gyms in omaha and tested out the the waters at multiple ones and this one i always came back to like and it was because great community great coaching and you know that like you're not going to get pressured into doing something that you don't really feel like you're comfortable doing and i think that that for people that are looking to start crossfit i think they feel like i watch crossfit on whatever channel and i can't do that stuff and it's like well you don't go into doing a ring muscle up by not learning how to do a pull up first so um, this is this is all the stuff that you're not going to run in there. And if you don't know it, you got to get out. Like, <laughs> so they you're go at wrong. your pace. Yeah. They go at your pace. You figure it out. You're ultimately investing in yourself. So mm-hmm. I've always felt like in, if something took me twice as long to get good at <coughs> double unders, um, then <laughs> It was my own fault because I just didn't take the time to do them. <laughs> Weird. Weird. <laughs> so, and we'll, we'll start to wrap this up here because I need to go to bed too. But the, with everything going on with the open right now and everything else is what's the feedback that are, are you getting still a lot of people coming out wanting to be involved and signing up and, and, uh, and still excited about the open. Yeah, this will be our fourth year, I think, running the intramural open. So it's it's uh, picking teams, and and we have all kinds of, and it's not just as you know, because you were there for at least one of them, if not a couple of them. Um, it's not a competition in the sense that we're just looking for like the the rock star athletes. It's it's. Uh, teamwork it's participating in, in themes and and really being energetic and having fun with the whole thing and so using that as a as sort of a a mechanism to get people um energetic and engaged like it's it's still there um and we we have i think um 50 or 50 something odd maybe 60 something odd people doing uh, our intramural open um, and everybody's having a, everybody's having a blast with it. Um, I just got, got done last week wearing, uh, pink leggings and, uh, and a long sleeve top for your information as a, I as a part of the I theme there. Photos yes. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this isn't anything out of the ordinary. No, no. normal stuff, <laughs> normal stuff. Um, but yeah, everybody's still having fun with it. And, uh, you know, for us, it's, um, the, the the mantra that we always come back to is the healthy uh, the healthy happy hardworking thing and so you know for us it's can we get people to do what they want to do 
when they want to do it. You know, if it's outdoors, great. If it's playing with your kids, great. Like whatever it happens to be, can we get people to that point? And, and that's sort of the um, nuts and bolts of the whole thing for us. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, like that's, that's really a rewarding thing for me is, is when somebody can say, Hey, I made it up the stairs and I wasn't breathing hard or, you know, I was able to keep up with my son or daughter or such and such. Like that's the, that's the fun stuff. So to wrap this all up to somebody, anybody that's maybe listening guys that, so and just about our platform and the people, our followers, all five of you, um, the, (laughs) um, the ultimately, if you were to talk to somebody and say, Hey, don't be afraid of CrossFit or whatever the case may be. What is something that you would tell them that somebody that's just like on the ledge and they just need that little extra push um, to get started? What's, what's something that you would, you would shout out and say to them? Um, I think the main thing, and I can't tell you, I, I can't even put a number on it. How many times I've heard people say this is when we ask somebody who says, if you could go back and you could talk to yourself six months ago, like what would you say to that person? And, and nearly, nearly every time has been just get up and go do it. Like it's, it's almost across the board, you know, that, that person that you are today, person six months from now, like person six months from now, almost every time is just get up and go. Like there's no, there's no two ways about it. And, and um, you're, you're not going to, I mean, harsh as it may be it's not going to happen sitting and not doing anything like you got to get up and and work needs to get done but like everybody that's that's gotten up and done it like there's reward there and it's rewarding not just for you like it's rewarding for us as well mm-hmm. and just get up and awesome. go awesome yeah and i think i think uh to tell people too it's like try out a whole bunch of different things. Like I remember going through a slew of different things that I was just kind of like, well, do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? I don't know. Um, Don't be afraid to try uh, new new stuff. And I think especially with, uh, if you're listening and you're like had a stigma of CrossFit or whatever the case may be, you don't know until you try it. Like, and if you you're just one of those people that like you want to go somewhere where it's like a relaxed environment, there's no pressure to be lifting 500 pounds the first day, um, a 500 pound deadlift or something crazy like that. Uh, and you just want to go at your own pace, then iron hero is definitely the place for you. So, well, Chris, man, thanks for, uh, taking the time out of your, your week or your Monday. Sure. And, uh, and we're going to have to have you back on here um, and more probably like a, a uh, we'll get more focused in on a, one topic. So I just yeah. wanted everybody to get, get to know you a little bit and, and yep, guys, for sure. Hey, Chris, like where can people find you um, on like Instagram and Facebook and all those places? Yeah, if you search Iron Hero CrossFit on Facebook, um, Instagram is at Iron Hero CF, I believe. Um, and then we we have a Twitter that we might as well not even have. Um, and then uh, you know, just all the other all the other normal stuff. I mean, the Googler, the whole thing. Do you still have a landline telephone that people could call, Chris? <laughs> the, in point of fact, <laughs> we do. Um, I know you do. <laughs> I would say 19 out of 20 times it's a telemarketer. Uh, but that one time, that one time we'll call you back. <laughs> That's the number that I called whenever I joined, folks. It worked. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on here. And uh, as always, um, have a great week, everyone. And Justin will be back with me next week. He, um, I guess had explosive diarrhea today. So he uh, unfortunately that part of that editing the process there. <laughs> <laughs> There's no editing that's not adjusting you now. So <laughs> all right, Chris. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Bye.
Yeah.